May the Lord give you His peace. Good morning. Today's homily is being brought to you by the owl. You know, Franciscan preaching, you're supposed to dedicate every homily to an animal. So the owl is a symbol of wisdom, right? The wise owl. The reason why is because he's always asking deep theological questions. Who? 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 It's Franciscan mysticism at its best, you know? So I'm not going to ask you what animal are you. Okay, we're not into that. Okay. But um, so a question of identity, you know, who is God and who am I? Right? The, the quintessential Franciscan question, a question everybody's asking, you know, from Popeye to Shakespeare. Right? Popeye's like, I am who I am. Shakespeare, you know, to be or not to be. Okay, so the question of identity. And uh, this is a very important question. In the gospel, Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth and you are the light of the world. He's talking about identity. And you know, in every language of the world, the verb to be is grammatically the most complicated verb in the language, including English. So you may say, I am, but you would, you would say to another, you are, not am, are, or you would say is, right? Am, are, is. Even in English, that verb gets weird. It changes depending on how you're using it. But I love it in Spanish because they have one verb for identity, something that changes, like I am tired, I am hungry, you know, that's estar. But another word meaning like things that don't change, your identity, who you are, you know, uh, and that's, you know, yo soy, you know, I am. Uh, and uh, so this question of identity uh, comes home on a lot of different levels. Um, so let me connect this to the first reading. Uh, in the first reading, we have the story of the prophet going, Elijah going to the widow of Zarephath. And uh, Jesus quotes that story, doesn't he? Do you remember where Jesus quoted that story in Luke 4? where he offends his neighbors in Nazareth, where he says that there are many widows in Israel during the time of the famine, but the prophet was not sent to any of them, but to this non-Israelite widow in Zarephath. And uh, they get so offended, they want to kill Jesus. Like, whoa. And uh, he's stepping on a nerve there. And why, why were they so offended by that is because uh, Jesus is kind of calling them out uh, if you read that passage in its context, what's happening there is kind of interesting that uh, the people of Israel were aware that they were chosen by God, that their relationship with God was special and unique, and that somehow they were beloved and chosen of God. And what Jesus calls out by quoting that story is that just because you're loved and chosen by God, don't think you're all that. You know, because in the Bible, there's this huge theme of God's chosen people failing to be who they are. You know, it's and, uh, supposed to be holy, and, and, and they weren't, you know. So uh, what that ends up meaning is uh, a kind of misunderstanding of the, the love and the chosenness of God to kind of look down upon others. And in reality... To be called and chosen by God isn't to be 
you know, special so that other people aren't as special or loved by God, but it's actually the opposite. You know, you were called by God to be chosen and special and loved so that you could show that love to others. That's, that's like, I just summarized a huge theme of the whole Old Testament. You know the Old Testament, a big thick, okay, that's what they're trying to say in all those pages, all those stories, salvation histories, that God picked a certain people, Israel, and blessed them and chose them and established the covenant, but for the sake of the world, to, to, that Israel would be almost seen as the firstborn child of all the nations as a family, and that, uh, that uh, this love of God would come to all the nations. Okay, so identity. I am uh, so fascinated by this question of who am I? You know, who am I? You know, and you'll see this theme in, in, in literature, you'll see it in movies, you'll see it in songs, right? Uh, you'll meet people who are like, I'm searching for myself, you know? And we all are, aren't we? You know, we're wondering who we are. And uh, one clue that you can see, how do people see themselves? Who do they think they are? Is, you know, examples of self-expression. So, for example, clothing. I'm fascinated by clothing styles. You know, you see, uh, you do people watching, especially in Times Square. It's an amazing place to watch people. And you see, the, like, okay, what they're wearing says something about themselves or maybe what they're not wearing. I don't know. But, uh, you know, clothing styles of self-expression. Maybe there's even, like, uh, a T-shirt with a message on it um, or your favorite sports team. The other thing, hairstyles. You know, I'm fascinated by that, like how people wear their hair. It's interesting, isn't it? You know, somebody's got a mohawk or the best hairstyle is the mullet. Those of you who still have hair, okay. Um, but, uh, and then jewelry and makeup for the, for the ladies, you know. Now, that being said, it's kind of funny saying that to a bunch of sisters, right? Okay, because you have the habit, you know, so it's not like you, you know, wake up in the morning, you try to figure out what you're going to wear, like, well, we're going to wear the gray habit or the gray habit, okay. Um, and you have the veil. Um, and uh, for those of you in final vows, you have the ring. But... Um, so for us in religious life in particular, even how we look, what we're wearing, is an expression of our identity, of who we are, you know, as a spouse of Christ. You know, and uh, we proclaim that just by walking down the street, the Franciscan sermon, you know. Um, so uh, anyways, that being said, uh, one of my favorite lines Pope John Paul, when he wrote to families, he said, families, be who you are. You know, and he would say that to a lot of different groups. Sisters, be who you are. You know, who are we? And uh, we're going to discover who we are in relationship to Christ. You know, it's that famous line from Vatican II. It's only in the mystery of the Word incarnate that man discovers who he is. It's Jesus who reveals to us who we are. You know, who are we? We're Beloved sons and daughters of the Father, made in His image and likeness, called to reflect His image and likeness in our life of love. You know, um, and that looks so beautiful in all the vocations. You know, in the vocation of religious life, that's so beautiful. In the vocation to married life, that's so beautiful. Husbands, wives, families, children, you know, 
being who we are. Um, the other day, I, I ran into a little family, some friends of ours who um, donated a car to us, and we have their picture on the dashboard. So we pray for them every time. And I ran into them in Louisville, and there they were, and, and uh, the husband, the wife, the children. And as I was talking to them, it just hit me so powerfully. You know, uh, there's, there's such a great example. Like the, the husband, he's a great guy. He knows who he is. He's a, he's a son of God the Father. He's a husband to his wife. He's a father to his children. The, the wife, you know, she's so beautiful. She knows who she is. She's a daughter of the Father. She's a wife to her husband. She's a mother to her children. And then you see that the, the peace in their children growing up in this family, knowing who they are, there's mom, there's dad. They love one another. They love us. And together we all love God. And when you see that, that's such a powerful witness to our faith. It's such a powerful witness to Jesus, to Catholicism, to Christianity, to what it's all about. Whoa, that's a mouthful, huh? Daily Mass homily. Look, you're getting all the themes of the mysteries of life. So the question of who is God answers the question, who am I? And uh the more we're in touch with the Lord, the more in touch we'll be in touch with ourselves, the more we'll be who we're supposed to be, we'll be salt, we'll be light, we'll be a witness to His love in the world. So let's pray for that grace this day. Amen.